Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Manager chat with Oliver Marmel, the Cardinals manager, sponsored by Missouri Division of Tourism. There's a Mo for every MO. Find yours at visitmo.com. Good morning, Ollie. Speaking of Mo, we're going to hear from him in about an hour. The Cardinals president of baseball operations. Busy time for him, huh? Uh, yes, uh, he's had a, a busy week and, uh, we'll see how it, it all goes down. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, good to talk to you as always. I, I have a lot of questions about strategy from last night, uh, but first I do want to ask about a trade, uh, Edmundo Sosa, who I know you liked a lot, uh, somebody who provided a lot of great defense for you and he's had some moments at the plate, but mostly valued, I think for his defensive ability, Traded for JoJo Romero. Just uh, your reaction on that Phillies deal? Yeah, I was able to talk to Sosa yesterday before he uh, he took off. And this is a guy that um, man was a big part of that that run we went on last year. He provided a lot of energy and excitement to his overall play. To your point, played really good defense and uh, put together some good at bats for us last year as well. This year was a little bit more of a struggle for him um, in, in both playing time and just uh, overall production at the plate. But this is a guy that every opportunity he had, he, he really got after it, man. He, he brought a ton of excitement um, and enthusiasm to the game, never complained about anything playing time related, uh, and he was a pro's pro. So I, I enjoyed having him. Um, when you look at creating an opportunity and a roster spot for uh, the young to join us, um, that was the move to be made. But, uh, yes, I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I know that Paul DeYoung, Making the move uh, here to St. Louis eventually, but to Washington in this case, to the big leagues, was a big one for him. He really put in a lot of time, didn't he, and showed up with a home run yesterday. Yeah, he really did. This is Here's the conversation that took place with DeYoung. We sent him down. We wanted to make sure that he earned his way back up here. And uh, we didn't want to bring him up just because we had a need or because of an injury, but because he earned it through production. And if you look at the way he went about it. He went down there, put his head down, got after it, didn't complain, um, and put a nice little stretch together and, and produced, hit some homers, and, and went about it the right way. So it's uh, it's good that he earned his way back up here, and the clubhouse was excited to see him. Absolutely. The Cardinals uh, lost the game, I know, though, 7-6, to six, and that's a tough one. You, you scored enough to win the ball game, but pitching uh, gives up the runs. And Let's start with Dakota Hudson. I mean, he's four and a third. I, I think the understanding is that he consider, he continues to try to get himself back to where he was so he can go deep into a game for you. He was unable to do that. What happened to him, and, and why did you take him out? Yeah, I, if you look at uh, Dak Dowding, it was actually a, a decent one, uh, not in length, but in overall um, how he used his stuff. Um, a lot of foul balls got that pitch count up. I think 
17 to 20 foul balls kind of led to that. But when you look at, um, you can easily leave them in there and face Soto and, uh, and Bell. But I, if I had to do it again, I'd do it the same way. You look at, he faced 13 left-handers, uh, hit one, walked two, gave up three singles, and then the other two outs. Uh, one of them was at 97, another one was at 94. So it, the, the lefties um, weren't hitting a ton of ground balls off of them. They were taking pretty good swings. And uh, Soto at that point had walked twice and Bell's six for 11 going into that game against him. So I'm not sure uh, what we liked about that matchup for a third time through. Um, does it suck when it doesn't work out? And you bring him, absolutely. But, uh, but there, there's nothing pointing to leaving him in that game. Uh, Packy Naughton ends up giving up a couple of runs, and the Cardinals later have a 5-4 lead. Henesis Cabrera comes in and gives up the home run to Josh Bell. Uh, just your evaluation of those moves in terms of your bullpen as the game progressed, but also the effect that Juan Soto had on those moves. Absolutely. You, you have a couple options there, and I'm glad you're asking, Tom, because you have a couple options when you take Hudson out of the game. You have Thompson and Packy, and you can go to either one of them. When you look at Soto, he's a high, high, I mean, one of the highest in the league walks. Um, Josh Bell is also a high walk guy. Uh, historically, Packy is in the zone, doesn't walk with a lot of people, where Thompson has a, a, a more of a chance of doing that. So, and Packy's just been really good for us, uh, hands down. So we go with Packy. And um, unfortunately, it's just one of those days where he didn't get it done. Um, we, we then turned the ball over to Hicks, and he has a really quick seven-pitch inning. Um, so you're sitting there again with our, our guy Soto and Bell coming up, and do you let Hicks roll through that? Um, I think if we pulled people, it would be 50-50. And the reality is when you look at Hicks against left-handers, um, First guy hit a really, really hard line drive from the left side against him. Then he got a ground ball and a strikeout against two righties. And then he goes to face the next lefty, and he hits him. Uh, up to this point, Hicks has walked 23% of lefties, which is triple league average. Um, so we go with the, with the lefty against Soto and Bell. And uh, unfortunately, again, you get a walk and a home run. And it doesn't work. So is it the, the right move? Um, when it works, it is. So, yeah, we can talk about that for days. Sure. And then, you know, another thing, going back to DeYoung in the eighth inning, uh, you've got Nolan Gorman with a hit. Uh, Goldschmidt goes to third on that play because Goldschmidt had a single earlier in the game. That was a play that was challenged but upheld. Uh, he gets the the ground ball single. Uh, Nolan Gorman with a one-out single. Then Newt Barr walks. So here we go now. Bases loaded. Kyle Finnegan comes in. You had Brendan Donovan available, but you go with DeYoung, who gets the sack fly, uh, and then Donovan ends up getting that final out. Can you just take us through uh, that decision, uh, sticking with DeYoung there and saving Donovan? Uh, yeah. Finnegan's actually kind of reversey in, in his overall split. Um, righties have been getting them more than lefties, and uh, Young's here to see what he's capable of doing. So we had a homer previously in that game. We want to see his ability to drive in those runs. Um, so he's going to get that opportunity. And then uh, we go ahead and do it for kids. Um, and Donovan, who makes uh, a lot of contact and, I mean, took a really good swing, unfortunately, slide out to, to center field. Um, but, uh, yeah, once, uh, once the Dickerson move took place uh, for O'Neill because of his leg cramp, um, you, you got one shot there of how you want to use Donovan, and it's either for DeYoung or for, for kids. And we like the DeYoung at that, and so we uh, – 
we uh, pinched it for kids. I haven't seen your lineup yet for today. I don't know if that's officially out yet, but how is Tyler O'Neill doing? Uh, he's fine. He's not in there today, but uh, we'll get a better read here in a little bit and see if uh, he can uh, help us somewhere along the way in this game. Okay, that's good. Uh, and nice to hear. That was a leg cramp. Is that officially what we're we're saying on that, right? Leg cramps for Tom? Yeah, that's correct, yeah, Tom. Yeah. Okay. okay, good. Uh, and then otherwise, you know, hoping for Yachty to get back. Did you hear? I'll talk to Mo about this also, but uh, have you heard good things about how he recovered from yesterday? Yes, we did. Um, and, and he's doing well. His hand was a little sore leading into that game after his uh, first at bat and, and catching some. It, it started to loosen up, which was good. So he feels good about that. Um, thankfully, not, nothing negative with that hand after getting hit. But uh, his at bats uh, felt a lot better. He'll catch again today. And then uh, we'll see him back home. And then finally, just to, to wrap things up here with Palante starting today. What did you see in his last start? Now, we, I know I, I mentioned before that but we came to you that he went four and a third just like Dakota, but he did seem to find something later after laboring early in that game, didn't he, in Toronto? Yeah, he did. And, and for him, it's the right-handers and not allowing them to just lean over and, and hit him to that right center field gap. Um, if you look at his last outing, uh, first time through, the first nine hitters, Five of them got into a favorable 2-1 count, and four of those five got on base. So for him, it's going to be controlling those counts, getting ahead. Um, and when he does that, he, got, he gets a lot more weak contact and balls on the ground. When he's behind, more aggressive swings, more damage. Uh, so for him, the key is going to be to get ahead and then expand from there. I appreciate these times, Ollie. It's very busy. I know you got a game in a couple hours. Thank you very much for doing this on KMOX. It's uh, it's great for the fans to be able to hear those decisions straight from the skipper, and we always love having you on the air. No, you got it. Thanks so much. Good luck today. All right, thank you. Thank you. Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel with us on KMOX. Always appreciate that. John Mozalak, as I mentioned, will be with us one hour from now at 1125. Travis Ford, he has some decisions to make as the season goes along. Head coach of the St. Louis Billikens. He's next live on KMOX. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 